שווים כל החיים, אם אתה לא אתה, מה שווה כל התהילה? זה בנשמה שלי, וואלה זה הווייב שלי, יא, מי שאוהב אוהב ומי שלא אז. אני רק בן האדם שחולם לא נרדם, אני ירד הלוקה בינתיים. זה כתוב על הקיר, משלם את המחיר, הצהוב ומעבר עיניים. Welcome, wow, we're here at our 24th Amuna class QA with Rav Shalom Arush, Baruch Hashem Shlita and Rav Dayan Elgod, our wonderful translator and obviously much more than that. And we're dedicating our Amuna class to the success of Asaf Goren and Baruch Hashem, hopefully Nissan Black will make an appearance as well and they should be successful in everything they're doing and to the full healing of Tova Leia Bas Rivka and Gedalia Fensterson who... Gedali himself will be joining us next week with Rufur Shemin for his son, Yerachmel, Donil, Ben Tova, Basha, and to be rid of Corona and ha- all have a Rufur Shlema. And we appreciate everybody, their dedication to our Muna classes and everyone who's involved should be blessed. Amen. Amen. First, we're going to say thank you for your appreciated feedback and questions. I'm so happy every week I get the opportunity to share this. And we're also going to remind you that Rav Oresh has his Amuna coaching and exercise and workshop. We've already by the 6th, and we'd like, if possible, to go through a 7th during this class. There is some urgent topics that have been requested to be discussed, so we'll do our best. And we also um, want to say thank you again for all of you, and you should have much atzlacha and bracha. And that was the first feedback. They're wishing us a lot of success. Amen. Someone else wrote, two of my favorite rabbis together. This is based on last week's class, Rabbi Simon Jacobson with Rabbi Orish. Another feedback. Good words. My niece took her life. Oi. And we are trying to understand. We're writing from USA, South Lake, Michigan, and your class was a comfort. Shalom from the Netherlands. Shabbat Shalom from Los Angeles, California. Yeah, that's where uh, Asaf is. Someone wrote that to us. Shalom, excellent. Todah Rabbah for sharing this video, Rabbi Simon Jacobson, last week's class. Wow, so happy to see such a great crossover. And then someone else wrote about how Dr. Rabbi Zeb Balin, that, that the class that we had last week should be a merit, and hopefully this class as well. And his soul should continue to rise and light and guide many more. Thank you for all you did to help so many. God be, be with you, those close to you now in their grief of passing, extended prayers and hands around the globe to the Breslev family from England. That was a special note to Rabbi Zev Balin's memory, and it was from England, to so all the Breslev family. Such a very beautiful message, and I deeply appreciate and love Chabad and Breslev joining together, showing love, unity, and acceptance between you, sharing wisdom, knowledge, and care towards each other and to all of us, the shepherds of Hashem's heart, guiding us in truth with tender care, Baruch Hashem, and he did loads and loads of hearts. Very sweet. Thank you. And someone else wrote, love Rabbi Simon Jacobson and Rabbi Sholem and your lovely, bright, cheerful, beautiful team. Wow, that's nice to know. <laughs> anyway, we're going to begin now our, our Muna class. This is our 24th and with special guest, Asaf Goren. But as always, we're going to begin, before we introduce him, with our first question from our followers, please. Rabbi Elgren. Thank you, Rebilio. The first question is, there have been rumors going on about a war. Is that true? Should we be, expect- should we be expecting a war not? And should we prepare? If so, how should we prepare? How should we react to all these rumors? To, to all these rumors? מה לעשות? להתכונן? לא להתכונן? אנשים דואגים מזה? יש אמת בזה? לא יודעים. אומנם כתוב שהמלחמה זה התחלת דגולה, שיש מלחמה. 
אבל היה מספיק מהמות, אשר יכולים להתאבל גם Truly, people have asked me, should we prepare for this? And my answer is, certainly, we must prepare. But we need to know how to prepare properly and to make sure that we have the most important and main supplies. I'm not talking about the physical supplies where people have instructions, do this, do that. The most important and main supplies that you've got to prepare is to prepare now as many Tehillim books as you can. Many prayers to the creator of the world. Please guard us, keep us, keep us safe. Allow us not to be confused and to have full and complete emuna and faith. That we should always know that everything is under your control. And that even the smallest bullet has an address and it is supervised directly from you. And you supervise every single person exactly and explicitly what will happen to him. And certainly a person that's holding on to faith. He has a special guarding upon him. These are the supplies that we need to prepare to have full and complete health and constantly to speak to Hashem, to the Creator of the world. So may we merit that the full redemption shall come without any wars. Amen. Amen. Wow. Asaf, Asaf. Asaf, we'd like to hear from you. Please join us. Asaf, are you going to be translating? Yes, yes. Good. I will try. I was asking how can I defeat the Yetzerara? How can I say Yetzerara in English? You should say the dark side. 
That's a the good one. Exactly. The dark side, exactly. Yeah, how can I defeat, yeah, how can I defeat? Uh, the dark side? How can I stray, uh, stay on my uh, on the on the on the good way on the you know on Hashem's way? And uh, yeah, that's basically my question. Very nice. <clears throat> This is a question that every single person needs to ask. People ask me, what is going to happen when Mashiach comes? And I tell them everything is going to be exactly the same. People are going to get married, have children, exactly the same. The days of Messiah for 40 years will be exactly the way we live today. There's going to be one difference, one thing that's not going to exist anymore. And that's the Yetzirah, the dark side. It's going to be very boring. <laughs> well, everyone is going to say, I wish I didn't have a dark side. The reason a person is even greater than an angel is because a person does have a dark side that he must overcome and the angels don't have it. And we know that it says that anyone who is greater than another person, his dark side is also greater than the person beneath him. That means that the righteous people, the tzaddikim, have a great dark side, greater than other people. Our sages tell us that in the days to come, in the times of Messiah, the righteous people will see the Yetzirah, the dark side, like a massive tall mountain. And they'll say to themselves, how did I have the power to overcome this great mountain? While those who follow the evil path, unfortunately, their dark side it will look to them like a small, little, minute string, and they'll say to themselves, "What? I wasn't able to be to overcome such a minute thing." We learn from this that whenever a person overcomes his dark side, he gets a greater dark side so that he can overcome it again, and this is how a person grows and grows. That's why it's a constant battle. Our sages tell us that a person cannot understand something in the Holy Torah unless he fails it first. That means that through failures, we learn how to become closer to Hashem. I'd like to ask you. I'd like to ask everyone. A thing that brings you closer to Hashem, is it good or bad? Come on, Asaf, what do you say? Is it good or bad? We're waiting for your answer, Asaf. Mine got stuck. I don't know. Asaf, you okay there? <laughs> it's stuck for a minute. Yeah, we'll get we'll get him back. We're having a loop. Nesem, are you here? Okay, uh, I'm here. Okay, so we're moving ahead. We have another question here. No, the ra- the rabbi was asking. Asking answer. Okay. Is something that brings you closer? Is it good or bad? MS. It's good. Let's move ahead. <laughs> the Rav wants me to answer. Well, obviously, that something that brings you closer to Hashem is good. 
So if a person knows how to battle his dark side, that will bring him closer to Hashem, his dark side, more than anything else in this world. It means that the Yetzirah is a good thing. Because without the dark side, a person would fall asleep. <laughs> So the Rav was saying that this ongoing battle with our dark side, that is what makes a person grow and come closer to Hashem. <laughs> we want, we can't hear you, Nisim, on the on the. You have to unmute. There we are. Baruch Hashem. Good to see you, Nisim. Ah, oh, there we are. Chazal huh? Hashem. Just can't hear you on the on the Zoom. Hello, can you hear me now? How about now? Yeah. You can hear me yeah, now? Here. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear me there, but you can't hear me there. I'm here on both of them. Both of them are open. I'm going to get it good. Let's make sure. No zoom, no. Hello? Hey, good. I can see you. Good. You can hear me now? You can hear me Fun, now? Fun, such special guests. I'm going to get them back on. That's why we need to be in person. <laughs> I can and drive there. Hashem. That was no problem. When the corona is going to be over, we're going to be meeting in person. Amen. People are going to be sitting Amen. in the studio Amen. together with the Rav Shalita. And we won't have to be used to Zoom and we'll be able to broadcast properly. <laughs> Start again. I'm here I'm inside. Not, can you not hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, one second. I'm sorry. Wow, I'm sorry. Here again. Yeah. Um, hello? Ah, speak, speak. <laughs> hello? You can hear me? This is part of the seven minutes. Of the can you hear me? Can you hear me? No. We can't hear this. I'm speaking. I'm speaking very loud. Hello, hello, hello. Let me see this. The Rav. How about that? Is that better? So join the links okay. again on the Zoom. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get back to Nisim and Asaf. All fresh. Just starts it again. There we go. Yep. Everyone's here now. Everyone's okay. here now. All going to be here together now, working. Please, God. Amen. Amen. Yes. Hello. Hello. This is back. Asaf's back. We're here. Okay, on Zoom or Vedtalk? I can hear um, from both links. Amazing. I never lost audio. I can hear you guys fine, and I was speaking to you. Yeah, we we couldn't hear you. Now we can hear you fine. Everything's good on our side. Just the image my got stuck. In, my audio is coming from the Zoom. Yeah, we want to have it from the Zoom. Yeah. Okay, amazing. So I was saying that Rob was speaking on the Melchemas Great. Great. <laughs> So we're fighting with the eight Sahara right now. <laughs> the dark side doesn't want to hear this Shia how to defeat him. So it's going to do everything to ruin our connection. Right, 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 right. I, I see it. Uh, I think there was an old, uh, I can't remember which one of the Bali Musa I talked about. I think maybe even Chobos Alavobos that talked about the great warrior that was coming back from defeating his enemy 
uh, in a physical battle. And so when Chacham says to him, he says, now you fought and you won the small war, then now you have to battle the great war, which is the war between a man and his Yetzir. So it's a, it's a big, uh, big battle that we have to fight every single day. But uh, we have Hashem, we have the Tzaddikim, and uh, we can be victorious. Amen. 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 Asa, what, the Rav asked you about this, about the fight with the Eight Sahara. What, what would you say? I'll just say the first, when I get to be rich, when I get to שהיצר אני מרגיש אותו כל הזמן לידי והוא גם בא בצורה של אנשים לחיים שלי ולדוגמה תמיד אני מקבל את זה הרבה בגלל האנשים שאני עובד איתם לפעמים אומרים לי אולי, אולי תוריד את הפאות אולי ת, ת, תקצר קצת את הפאות אולי קצת תעשה אותם שהם יהיו יותר דקות שאולי פחות יראו אותם אתה בכל זאת אתה ב... אתה, ב, ב, אתה לא בישראל, זה מסוכן, אנשים לא יקבלו אותך. ואני שומע את זה הרבה, וזה... זה אומנם... אני, לא, אני בחיים לא רוצה להוריד את הפאות, אני מאוד מאוד גאה בפאות שלי ומאוד מאוד שמח. אבל זה קרב שהוא לא נגמר כזה. זה רק חלק מהדברים שאני... לדעתי ש, שאני נלחם עם היצר. You can, you can. Yeah, okay, you I'll can. translate. What Asaf is saying is, is that he is constantly batting, battling with his dark side, and mostly the dark side manifests in people. People are coming to him and saying to him, for example, Asaf, take off your payas, or maybe shorten them, or tidy them up a bit more. You're living in America, you're not living in Eretz Yisrael. Change the way you look. And it's a constant battle where the dark side is manifesting and people trying to put him down. And the question is, how does one cope with his people? <laughs> First of all, you said something and I want to strengthen you. Every person has a dark side. The good side, the bright side, that is prayer. And when I speak about prayer, I mean a personal prayer that you speak to Hashem. So a person that has this prayer, he can overcome his dark side. But sometimes, at that moment, when a person is coping with a trial, he doesn't even have the strength to pray. But if a person knows that he has a certain kind of a dark side, and several times this dark side managed to defeat him at this specific point, he needs to dedicate a time, a set time, every single day, to pray to Hashem that he'll have the power to overcome his dark side at this specific issue and point. The Gemara says, if Hashem would not help a person, a person would not be able to defeat the dark side on his own. That means the Gemara is already telling a person, you need to know that if Hashem doesn't help you, you will not be able to defeat your dark side on your own. So what are you supposed to do? According to this Gemara, you've got to do is speaking to Hashem and praying and asking Him, Hashem, help me defeat this dark side. That's why a person that doesn't have this work of his bodidus, he doesn't have the tools, the main vessels to defeat the dark side. That's 
לא, ממש חיים ככה, וזהו. That's the reason people keep living their lives, failing the way they fail and not managing to change or to cope. Because they don't know what to do. Therefore, a person needs to have every single day a set time where he judges himself and gives the judgment to Hashem. This is called the Cheshmon Nefesh. And then when a person does this Cheshmon Nefesh, he will be able to see where does the dark side manage to defeat him. He sees that in the morning, he has a one-direction bed. He gets into it, but is unable to come out of it. Only Hashem can switch this bed and make it into a two-sided bed. And that's an example. When a person is strong in his path, No one will say to him anything. No one will try and persuade him, take off your payers, nothing. When people are saying these things to him, that means the person is strong, but he is not completely 100% strong in his path. And how do we see this? We learn this from Yehoshua bin Nun and Kalev ben Yefune. The spies that were sent to spy Eretz Yisrael by Moshe Rabbeinu only spoke to Kalev. With Yehoshua, they didn't even speak to him. They knew that there's no one to speak with. They're wasting their time. Yehoshua will not listen to them. So they didn't even try to speak to him. But Kalev, they did try to influence him. And when he saw that he was in danger listening to the evil Miraglim, the evil spies, he went to the holy resting place of our holy forefathers and he prayed to Hashem, Hashem, save me. from these evil spies and from what they're trying to do. So I have a smile. <laughs> the question we want to ask also is about music. You're very, Baruch Hashem, big in music and big in talent and dancing and, and you thank God you've won Ninja Warrior, is that right? And, bro- and Big Brother? Yeah. And you were a champion. And I saw in the video, you said the Shema at the end, and it had such energy and strength, and it was really, really hard. You had to go with full mysterious nefesh. What gives you that energy to be able to do such intense music and dancing? And, and, so, and what, why would you, for example, want to join together with people like Nissan Black and The Rav? Why would you want to collaborate with such people, even though you're in LA and there's a whole Hollywood scene and music scene? What, what's... How do you work that all out? We'd like to hear from you about that. Um, as Bishvili, uh, should I say it in English? So f- for me, for me, um, I do it all for Hashem. I do it all for Hashem. I want to, I want to people to, to see the power of Hashem and the power that a person have when he believes in Hashem and he put uh, Hashem in front of him and uh, in everything that I, that's what I do. I put Hashem in, in front of everything that I do and it gives me a lot of power and I'm coming from a, from an industry that they, they're very, I will, I, I will, I will say that our, the industry, the entertainment industry is not very spiritual. And then I'm coming with my, with my payas and with my belief and I do Shema Israel. in front of the whole world. And I, for me, I, I just want to show them with the power that nobody can stop a person when he shame with him, when he has that belief. And for me to collaborate with Nisim, with, with Nisim Black, which, by the way, Nisim is such an inspiration for me. 
that he stick to his way with his belief and he and he and he gather and combine the world in music and you bring our people and you bring judaism you bring hashem to the to the to the main stage where everybody can actually get inspired by that and you know to to believe hashem i i just want to represent our people in a in an artistic way and i don't i want to get you know to minimize the gap between you know in israel as well between the you know the religious and the secular people the chilonim and to show them that you can be a jew and you can be proud of who you are and uh, you can bring it to anything that you do in your life and uh yeah with nisim i think it's a uh, me and nisim can can definitely be a great example for for our people and to to represent very good in in front of the whole world of course and for me it's a great honor to collaborate uh with nisim nisim we're talking about the energy and the power that that asaf has to be able to do all the great things he's done in the music world and with ninja and all the the power that he brings to his art and his music and you're putting out a new song a new video this week have a nagila um the the song we heard but the video we're very excited for can you give us a little bit of insight how you can also bring that energy from your past and where you're going and the rav's teachings can you give us a little insight because it gives us inspiration as as fans of yours both of yours oh thank you very much um I get a lot of a lot of my chizik, you know, from from exactly what the Rav said from his bodedus, he bodedut. I a few years ago, when the Rav can remember, I went to the Rav on Erev Rosh Hashanah at his place in Uman. Bezat Hashem, this year I'll be able to do the same thing again. Amen, 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 amen. And I spoke to the Rav. Uh, about uh you know opening up the net and, and going after more nishamas a lot of the rakhokim and and people that were maybe not as close to shem more distant and i was very very scared very very nervous this was uh coming to me through many different other people and i decided that um i would ask the rav and whatever the rav says i would do um I, you know i didn't think so much about it i probably would have called myself i didn't cuz i didn't think about how much the rob is in to go in to go grab the shamas <laughs> so the answer that he gave me was to mahazak myself in my hebrew to do it yeah we can hear and I believe my catcher to the tzaddikim and Rabbeinu. And, and later on, I was able to come across a Torah from Rabbeinu, from Rabbi Nachman, Lakutei Maran Nuntet, that talks about when a person wants to be Makarov people, the Rechokim. It says that there's a lot of Ra that the people are already in. So a person needs to deal in the aspect of mishpat of judging himself every single day and he bold to do it and by doing this he's able to bring in holy fire ash kodesh so to speak which are really malachim that gives a person shmira so it's very very hard to get through any piece of lakotem alran I get through any of the uh, uh any any of the form of the rob that have that helped me and not to have fire to feel like you could go out and conquer the whole entire world. So forgive me <laughs> for not for not being able to sit still. <laughs> <laughs> But it was amazing. Uh, what what we want to do is because you're both together now and we really bless you both to be successful in your music careers and to macabre nishamas like you're talking about we also would like to hear from the rav an amuna exercise that continues what we spoke about in the previous classes but it's hopefully a hemshech a continuation of what nisim and asaf spoke about themselves connecting to ashem because it's all about amuna so if the rav could continue us with rav
אסף וניסים דיברו על הקשר שלהם עם השם, על הרצון שלהם לקרב יהודים, אז אנחנו מבקשים, הרב יוכל בבקשה להעביר לנו את התרגיל הבא באמונה, להמשך של הנקודה הזאת של להתקרב ולהתחבר להשם יתברך. אז חשוב מאוד, לא יודע אם אסף, אסף, אני לא יודע אם הוא היה איתנו בכל התרגילים. אסף, are you with us for all the exercise that we gave during the shurim? Before we proceed to the next exercise, I'd like to go back to the first exercise. I'd like to strengthen a certain point about that exercise. The first exercise that we learned is that a person needs to know, to know that Hashem loves him very, very, very much and that he very, very much wants to give him the best things possible, both in the physical realm and in the spiritual realm. And that everything that he does with him is only for the better good. And one needs to know this. Not to believe this, to know. Like I explained, because every single one of us is either, is, is either a father or is going to be a father. Now a person can think, I myself as a father, how much do I love my children? And what do I want for my children? And what do I do for my children? So the great father above all, certainly he wants much more than what you want and that's why this is called knowledge what I wanted to strengthen today something that I didn't say the first time that I spoke about this is that Hashem the main grief that he has from a person is that a person does not know and comprehends how much Hashem loves him. That means, true, a person makes sins, certainly Hashem will be grieved by these sins. But the main grief, the main sorrow that Hashem has from a person is that Hashem says, why does this person not know how much I love him? And why is this the main grief of Hashem? Because if a person would know how much Hashem loves him, first of all, he'd accept all the anguish and all the difficulties that he has to go through, he'd accept them with love. What thing, things that don't go his way, lo, things that are difficult for him, lo, things that is lacking. Because he remembers who did this for me. My heavenly father who loves me so much. And he only wants to give me everything. And he does everything for my better good. And that's why if he does these things to me, certainly this is for my benefit. He's happy with everything that he's going through. He says, thank you for everything. And the second thing, when a person knows that Hashem loves him so much, He speaks to Hashem freely and easily because a person likes speaking to someone who loves him. And for everything he prays in length because he knows that he's praying to someone who loves him and wants to give him. The root and the source of the distance that a person has between him and the Creator 
It's because he does not know how much Hashem loves him. I always wanted to keep proceeding with the exercise and not stay too long on one exercise. And that's why we kept going on in our exercises. But today, I wanted to strengthen a very important point about the first and primary exercise. And in any way, I'm going to remind quick, quickly all the different exercises that we did. Exercise number two, knowing that there is nothing else except for Hashem. Exercise number three is that a person's free choice for what's going to happen in the future is only in the hands of the person himself. Exercise number four is to know that the free choice that you have for what happened is to know that everything that happened is only for the better good. Exercise number five is actually strengthening exercise number three. True, your free choice for the future is dependent on you because that's when you want something. But you've got to do what's called the work of the will. Wanting something really and praying for it and that way you'll be able to achieve it. I don't know if in English I reached exercise number six. I'm not certain. <laughs> Okay. I think yeah. that today we're going to speak about exercise number six. Exercise number six is actually the main source of power that a person has when he is battling and trying to overcome the darkness. And it strengthens exercise number four. Exercise number six that we're going to learn now is that a person needs to know that his essence is purely good and his will is purely good is only to do good and the, the dark side, the bad parts, that comes from the dark side. And if you believe the righteous people, and that he knows that his essence is purely good, and that my will, my desire is only to do good, the dark side cannot defeat him. Because Rabbi Nachman of Breslov taught us that the dark side doesn't want the sin, the sin itself. He wants to persuade a person to know that his essence is bad. To bring a person into sorrow and sadness, into depression, into despair, into persecuting himself, into blaming himself. And that's why when a person knows, true, I did something bad, but that's not me, that's not my true will. The dark side gets depressed. Because he didn't manage to achieve the main purpose of the dark side is to persuade you that you're bad, that you're evil. And to cause you to fall into this dark place, into sorrow and sadness. 
And from where do I take this concept that a person is purely and only good? Because what is a person? A person is his soul. When I refer to myself and I say me, do I mean my jacket, my coat? <laughs> Even the body, the body is merely a clothing, a garment for the soul, for the neshama. So me is the neshama. And when I speak to you and I say you, you are the neshama. What is a neshama? A neshama is a divine part that comes from Hashem itself. So Hashem is good. So therefore the neshama is good. And that's why a person is good. And the proof that a person only wants to do good because when a person does bad things he feels upset and sorry ask him after he did that bad thing if you had the option not to do that bad thing would you have still done it? no, he wouldn't want to do it a person that has a soul would not want to do bad things this is exercise number six every single day for 10 minutes to pray and to ask let me know that I am only good and I only want to do good and the bad that's not me that's the dark side and when a person doesn't fall into despair and that allows him to do tshuva, to repent. And his repentance is real. Because he says to Hashem, creator of the world, I only want you. I only want to do good. But the dark side managed to overcome me. And I did something bad. And I regret it. That I didn't pray enough that I will be able to defeat my dark side. And that is true repentance. Because the main truth, the main repentance a person is supposed to do is for not praying enough. Oh, you have a lot to work for till next week. <laughs> Guys, it's time to work. You've got the exercises from the Rav. We've got the uh, MunaLive.com. Thanks to Chazak, who are joining us shortly after this. We're going to do a little class with them for their classes. And we also have Breslev.co.il, Breslev.co.com. And we also recommend you to go check out Asaf. That's how he's written online, Asaf, A-S-A-A-F. As it's written here, Goren, check out his music as he's growing and getting more and more energized towards Hashem. And we appreciate him joining us so much. And we'd love to see him in person perform with Nissan Black and the Rav. Please God this year and hopefully we'll celebrate together soon in person. It should have come into the studio and make a big matzah and hopefully in front of thousands of people soon because of Mamish. We're looking forward to these special moments together. Maybe we'll have a duet. A duet. Here in the studio. Yeah, in the studio. <laughs> it would be an honor for us to have that. So anyway, we just want to end off with you guys. Thank you so much again for joining us. And we want to thank also Nissan Black, of course. Check out his new video, the Hava song this week, Friday, it's being released. And share it around. Share all the good stuff that we're doing in Amuna and music of Amuna and energy and soul. Thank you to the Rav and everyone should be well. And we'll join you again next week with Gedalia Fenster from Miami. Please God, everything will work even smoother next week. But Boch Hashem, it's because we're doing the right thing that it's so hard sometimes. And that's a proof that it's the right thing. Keep going ahead. Have a beautiful week. Thank you. Maybe we'll sing a song just to end off. Anyone has a song? Asaf, you have a song just to sing with the Rav? that you think of. Oh, so you have a song? Uh. <laughs> Which song would you sing? Now, just a short one. Ashrenu? I have a good song. Yeah. Mashe Haya Haya. That's the best one. I'll think about maybe. Uh...
We'll come to that. I'm thinking about Nissin Black song, the, the Motherland Bounce. Oh, Hashem Melech. Hashem Melech. Hashem Melech. Hashem Yimloch. Hashem Melech. Hashem Melech. Hashem Melech. Hashem Yimloch. Hashem Melech. We'd love to see you flip, but we understand. <laughs> We'd love to see you dance. That's <laughs> a... <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Yeah, please God soon. <laughs>